Your dream deserves to be shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacitas, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself. And I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Well, let's go. What is up, y'all? Welcome to this episode of the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. I have one of my favorite people here today, Danielle Fenster. Not only does she have incredible style, she has beautiful purple hair as well, but she is an amazing coach that helps people with their internal breakthroughs around money and business and parenting and supernatural childbirth and all of the above. She is a mom to four. Uh, She lives in Chicago, Illinois. Fun fact, she has a hair salon in her house, which I have seen because I did not believe at first. And between her and her husband, they have 20 businesses. So welcome, Danielle. I'm so excited to have you today. Thanks, Mary. I'm excited to be here with you this morning. So you and Walden met and got married in 58 days. Can you share a little bit of that story? Yes. It sounds crazy. A lot of people, when they hear that, they're like, oh, so it was love at first sight. I'm like, that's what you'd think, right? To meet Mary in 58 days. But it wasn't. I actually didn't know that he was my husband when I met him. Um, you know, some people are like, I, that person across the room, like that's, that's my husband. I'm like, no, I didn't see it like that. I had been actually it was the first time that I had actually diligently prayed for something. And what I mean by like diligent is that not only did I ask, but I got specific about what I wanted. I had, it was like the first time I had been introduced to even just this idea that you could ask for whatever you wish. And I was like, okay, I don't really know. Like I believe in God, but I don't know if all the stuff I'm learning about is like true. I had, you know, heard a testimony from somebody else. And I was like, she was talking about all this incredible things that Jesus had done in her life. And I'm like, I'm not really happy with where I'm at. I don't really like where my life's going. So I was like, I'll test it. Like, let's see, I'll make this, I'll make a list. I'll see what happens. And the moment I accepted Jesus into my life, things started to change. Like things that were like, it was like high level where your brain's like this, it must be a coincidence, but like daily. And as it's happening, like, like I would go to bed and like, ask him a question, like pray about something like, And it was still kind of that, like, I felt weird. Like I'm talking out loud, like, Lord, like, okay, you're real. Like, if you are real, like I have this question, go to sleep, I'd wake up, like open my email box and like a headliner and like an email would be like the answer to the question I asked for. And I'm like, "Mm, like, what is that? Like, what is that? (laughs) So then it was like, okay, I see you, I think, right? Like, and then like another thing like that would happen where it's like, I would ask a question or be like looking for something. And it's like, I used to, so like I have hair salon in my house. I used to do hair and um, I had, I have like a, a client come over and say something. Like I remember I had this one client that like loved Jesus and like, she just stuff would come out of her mouth. And I was like, she doesn't know that I was like praying about that or asking about that. And she'd be like, oh, he just wants you to know this or, and I'm like, okay, that's, that's strange. Right. Like, 
like cool. Like, and now I'm starting to be like, okay, this is like really cool. Like, okay, then like what else? So it went from being like, is this real? Like, does this work? To like, okay, I think he, I think he sees me. I think he hears me. To like, okay, there, come on. Like, how do you explain this? Like, how else? Like, it keeps happening over and over and over again. So I was like, all right, God, let me make this list of like 75 things in a man. To my mind, it was like, doesn't exist. Kind of like, good luck. Like, I'll get married if you can find this person. Because I didn't really, I never really wanted to get married. And so I had made this, like, literally made this, like, extensive list. Like, sometimes people were like, I have five things. I'm like, maybe we get more specific. Like, maybe we make it even more, like, challenging. Because there is this mindset, like, well, if I get 80% of it, it'll be good. And it's like, God's not limited to 80%. Like, he's only... But he's not limited to anything. We limit ourselves. So when I, when I met Walden, I didn't realize like he was, let's say the, I want to say like the list, like he's obviously not a list, like he's a human, but I, in talking with him, there was like, I, I genuinely was like, man, like this, this guy's like a really great guy. This is incredible. Like I felt like almost like this, this feeling of like, oh my gosh, we're going to be like best friends. Like he was living in Wyoming. I was living in Chicago. We met in Florida. So it was like, I didn't think probably like relationship wise because of like that distance. I was like, oh, we're going to be like great friends. And then like the third day in Florida, when I had been talking to him, it literally felt like my ear got pulled. And this is one of the first times I had felt, well, second time I had actually felt like a physical sensation from like the spirit. I had another time where I felt like God was actually like, like hugging me and like comforting me. And um, actually it was in that same week now that I'm thinking about it. So I was like, okay, now this is like next level interesting. Like he, Walden's talking and I'm not looking at him. And I feel like my ear got pulled like by the spirit. Like, right, there was a physical person grabbing my ear. It was like, got pulled and I turned and it was literally like, I just felt like as my ear was being pulled, like listen to what he's saying. You know, like you've, you've probably been in conversations where it's like you're listening, but you're not like listening. You're like hearing the person, but you're not hearing the person. That's what I was doing. And I didn't realize it. It was like, listen, like, oh, this, like, this is nice. And it was like, no, like, listen to what he's saying. And as I'm like, now this is a deeper level of like receiving what he's saying. I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's talking about things that are on my list. Like, could this be? And so when I, we'd both phone home, I did a phone call with him, like with my list in front of me, like he didn't know. And I was just like, all the things like, so how many kids do you want? And I just went through all of it. And it's like, he didn't know me. So it wasn't like he could answer the questions like with what he thought I wanted to hear. He genuinely was answering them for what they were. And I was like, oh my God, like sitting there like, Lord, like, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And then a couple of days later, I was sitting in my kitchen and the Lord said, this is your husband. This is who I sent. Wow. And 58 days later, I mean, from the day of saying like, hi, I'm Danielle, hi, I'm Alden, from that day to, to being married is 58 days. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. So people hear that, right? So it's like, it's very different than a love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if you can imagine, a lot of people thought we were crazy, which is what faith looks like. Like faith is supposed to look peculiar. Like it's not supposed to look normal or like the safe route, like date for seven years and then get engaged for three and then get married. And then you'll really know. I'm like, do you really ever know? Like, really? I mean, when God tells you, you know, like that's different, but like, so even I remember when God said like, this is him, it was like, literally like, well, what are you waiting for? Do you want to like, and it was like, well, if God knows, why would I wait two years? Yeah. He knows. And this is what's going to happen. Like, let's just, let's just do it now. And so then he moved to Chicago 
But I remember, yeah, a lot of people were like oh, concerned and worried, which like, I'm sure if you think about any like decision you've made in faith or led by God, that there are people that are like, why are you doing this? This concerns me. Are you sure? Right. And if you aren't like, which can be like, then you have a choice. Like, are you going to listen to like, no, I know this sounds crazy. I know this sounds well, but I know that God told me like, there's too many coincidences for this to be anything else. Or you have a choice. Be like, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I, and I think about that often. Like, man, if I wouldn't have listened to God, like it's nine years later, we have four kids. We have 20 active entities together. Um, it's been an adventure. And I'm like, I could have missed all of this. Wow. Now, I don't believe that there's that you can miss out like with God. Like, I don't believe he would have showed me this. I'm like, you missed it. Like, it wouldn't have been like that. But I just think of like the power of just trusting him and saying, yes, like how, how great it is. Versus I could have been like, I felt crazy when I like flew to Denver. I was like, all right, Lord, I'm going to tell him. He's going to either be like, you're crazy pants. I'm dropping you back off at the airport. I never want to see you again. I'm like, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be one or the other. Let's just, I don't know what it's going to be, but let's see what he says. <laughs> Wait, so what did he say? when you told him hey you're gonna be my husband yeah he said he felt the same way oh so how, did god tell him around the same time you know what's crazy about having this conversation well then i went out to dinner last night and he told me that last night however it came up but he told me like god told me you were my wife i'm like wait hold on we've been married nine years you have never told me that god told you this like this is new information to me isn't that crazy too we were like, wow i know somebody i'm like i'm nine years in and I still am like, tell me more about that. I didn't know that this happened nine years ago. I didn't know. Like, there's always new stuff to uncover. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I was on the phone with you one night sitting with my stepbrother. And he had handed the phone to his stepbrother. So I, I met him like over the phone. And he was like, when he hung up, like when you were talking to my stepbrother, he's like, I felt like that's what God had said. And then I told him, I feel like she's my wife. I feel like I'm going to marry her. And my stepfather was like, what are you talking about? Like, you just met her. Wow. <laughs> and then also when he got invited to come to Florida, his friend that invited him, he was like, at first he didn't want to go. Like, he was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. And then when they decided like, okay, y'all come. He was, he said jokingly when they were leaving the restaurant, I was like, well, yeah, you never know. Maybe I'll meet my future wife there. Also coming out of a voice of somebody who he never, he never wanted to get married either. So the fact that he didn't even joke about that was like, it's not like something he'd said before. And then his stepbrother to be like, dude, what did you just say? Wow. You know, that's so funny too, that last night, that's when Walden told you, because I've heard this story before and I love this story. And even when I saw you in person, I, we were talking about y'all like meeting to going married. And today I was like, wait, did Walton get told the same thing? You wouldn't have been able to get like answer it before because you found out last night. Yeah. That's cool. It is really cool. See another, not like just those little things, right? Like as soon as you ask, I'm like, this is so cool. Like I actually have an answer. Yeah. Just told me. Wow. So you have a lot of like faith stories that could be seen as crazy. Yeah. To some people. <clears throat> I thought they were crazy the first time I heard a couple of them, Yes, but I love them. And I think that they're so cool because what it did for me is it like expanded my brain on what was possible. And one of them that you have is you've had three supernatural childbirths, yeah. you have four kids. So one of them was a little different, <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little, 
And I would love to like hear the story and like for other people to be able to hear the story, because one thing that you've experienced in your life is like, you've been able to see what's possible by just asking and like being willing to go through the process of it. So can you share a little bit of the story of like not having a supernatural childbirth and then what it looks like having a supernatural childbirth? Yeah, for sure. So my, um, I knew before we had, I knew before we had ever even conceived our first child that I wanted to do it. Like I had a desire to do it at home. I had a desire to do it naturally. I had heard other testimonials. So I knew that like, I knew it was rare, but I knew that it was possible. So it was like, that's what I want. And it's interesting now to even think, I'm like, why did I want that? Cause it's not, I know sometimes people have like a fear of like a hospital or have different thoughts or maybe even write the opposite have a fear of a home birth. And it was just like, I just wanted to, I feel like I had been walking in, like walking in faith and trusting the Lord. And like, he was like, I just felt at peace. Like, I don't need to do this at a hospital. I don't need to do this like the, the modern, let's say day, like traditional way. Um, and that's exactly what I got. Like I didn't, I didn't do a hospital birth. My, I know my family was concerned kind of like, it's like no one in our family had ever done like a home birth. They were like, oh my gosh, what if something happens? What if this goes, something goes wrong? Like what is it going to look like? And I remember like compromising being like, okay, I, I don't know right now if I, if I am at the place of faith to do this at home, but I know I don't want to do it in hospital. So I ended up finding a birthing center. I was like, okay, this is kind of like best of both worlds. Like we'll hybrid this and I'll do this like naturally. And I remember I had done like some like classes of like breathing exercises and things that would like help in visualizations. And I know that I have, um, I know that I can be like, when I set my mind on something, it's like, man, it's going to get done. So it's like, I, I felt convicted that I wouldn't like, that I'd be able to follow through with it. What I didn't know is that it was going to be <clears throat> like 22 and a half hours. And the back like 12 hours was so crazy intense that I remember having multiple times where I was just praying like, Lord, can I just like watch up there with you? Like, can I just, just take down my body and I'll just watch it up there with you? And I had like three times where like Walden was like, you just were like gone. Like you weren't even like, I was talking to you. It was like, it was like, you were looking like straight through me. It was like, I wasn't even there. I'm like, you know, cause this is what I prayed. I believe I was gone. Cause there was like multiple, like three hour blocks where it was like, I don't, I don't remember the time. So, and I just did that because the pain was so intense, like so intense. So I felt like I was going to like pass out. We were like, even like throwing up at, at once, like just, if I didn't have energy to even like cry or yell, it was just like, almost like that feeling of like, I don't know that I thought this, but I'm now I'm thinking back. I'm like, it's kind of like, you feel like you're dying. <laughs> like in that state, like, I don't know. And a lot of people will say like, the moment you feel like you're going to die, it's right when the baby's going to come out. I'm like, well, my baby didn't come out for a very long time. And actually she was crowning like at her eyebrow line for almost three and a half hours. Okay. For those of you who have had children, right? Like your body as a baby where the baby's at the eyebrow line, right? Like that for holding for almost, it was like three hours and 15 minutes, like unmedicated. And like, she was cone shaped. Like she had indentations around her forehead and her eyebrow line because she was there for so long. My body was holding it. So I know a lot of times after like people have babies, especially like naturally, they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I want another one. I can't wait. I was like, looking at Walden, like, no, don't even look at me. Like I, this is going to take me some time to forget about, like, I don't want to do this again. Like I want to do it again, so I'm another baby, but like not anytime soon. And 
what I didn't realize was that I was aware that birth could be done outside of a hospital. I was aware that birth could be done without medication. But what I wasn't aware of is that birth could be done supernaturally. And that we have, through the covenant, we have available a pain-free birth and other beautiful things. But like in that moment, it was like, if I could do this again without pain, like all day long, like I will have like a litter of children, like just give them all to me. I love kids. And so once I, so what I feel really, really strong in my heart about sharing is like, when we think about a birth or even just anything, we really do what we believe is available and what we believe is possible. So it's like, if we only think in this example, like if we only think a hospital birth is possible, then we, we do the hospital birth. But if we, if we're aware, like, oh, I could choose to do it at a birthing center or I could choose to do it at home. And what would that look like? Now we have different options. So when I discovered like I could have a supernatural birth instead of a natural birth, I could have a birth without pain. Like, yes, please. I'll take that one. And so with our second baby, completely different experience at home. She came in like 30 minutes. Walden delivered her because the midwife didn't make it in time because she, it was literally happened so quickly. And it was not only pain-free, it was like euphoric, like pleasurable. Like, I remember like her coming out and I'm like chanting, yes. And I remember Walden's holding her and I'm like, is there another one? I want another one to come on. He's like, oh my gosh, take this baby. Like, right. His adrenaline's up. Like he's never delivered a baby before. He was like, what just happened? And I didn't even know because no one was like with me. I remember being like, Lord, I don't even know if I can push. Like I, I feel open, but I don't know if I can push or my body just like naturally pushed. And it was like, I'm crowning. Like last time this was like a full day, right? 22 and a half hours. This I'm like, it's been like seven minutes, like, and a baby's about to come out. So after having that experience, I was like, and with all of my births too, even, even having a baby, like in 30 minutes, there was like no tearing. There was no, like a lot of times, sometimes people think like, oh yeah, you got to have, you got to have this, but then this didn't happen. Right. Like it happened fast, but then there was this other like negative consequence. I'm like, nope, there was everything was like exactly as I asked for. And with Charlotte, who's our second, I made a list. Like I did when I made the list for Walden and he answered every single thing that was on that list. And then, so I had another supernaturally, a different story, but still like pain-free, incredible. And then another baby. And next year, our fourth also came like in an hour, maybe 10 minutes. But like, if I would have never known, like if someone would have never opened their mouth to even say like that it's possible to have a pain-free birth, I wouldn't have even known. Now what's, what's interesting is that a lot of times things like this are presented to people and they're like, no way, no way that can't be possible. It's like, okay. Just because you don't believe it's possible doesn't mean that it's not available. So there's a difference, right? Just because you reject it or think like, you know, it can't happen doesn't mean that it, that that's the truth. So even in that, I have a, I've coached like many women on birth, and even even recently, we're gonna I'm gonna be sharing a story here soon. Coach one of my best friends through birth, and she had like the most beautiful, amazing experience after having like four incredibly painful childbirths like, like in excruciating pain where she, with all of her births, she's like, I lost my voice because I was screaming so much from the pain. Wow. And this one, like I just saw the, the, the birth video and she's like singing and she's like rejoicing, like in, in almost like just the shock of like, there's no pain, there's no pain, there's no pain. Like, oh my gosh, there's no pain, there's no pain. And 
like it just moved me to tears that it's like she same thing like loves children wants to have kids but she's like man that like the, the labor and delivery is like like dread whereas this one she's like oh man girl like everyone needs to know about this she's like I've as, she's like as a friend of mine she's like I've heard your stories I've heard you talk about this I've wanted to believe it was possible and she finally just this last year was like all right let's go like I want to I want to believe for this I want to I want to do what it takes to believe for it and she got it wow and, yeah and now it's like okay what else is available if I didn't think this was available and then I found out it was and now I got it what does that mean about other areas of my life so this story is like insane for one of the reasons, because I've never heard anybody else talk about a pain-free birth. Like I've never had kids, but I like didn't want kids because of the childbirth yeah. aspect of it. I'm like, I don't, why would I want to go through that? Like, why would I want to experience that? Like, that sounds horrible. I'll adopt. There's so many kids who need adoption. Like I'll just adopt that. I don't have to go through that like process and like actually have a painful childbirth. But like, if that's true, if it's like, hey, pain for childbirth is available, like, what are some of the other things? Do you really think it's as simple as like, hey, just asking for it and like having the faith to believe that it's possible in so many other areas? Well, so it's, it's two part, right? There's the ask and there's the belief. Okay. A lot of times people won't even ask once they don't believe, but it doesn't mean that just because you've asked, you believe. Yeah. So I, I, and I see this over and over again because of even just not like coaching people through birth, but coaching them through their business and relationships, through like trials and different hardships. There's right, like even placing before like certain desires, things we ask for, but if we don't, if we don't believe it, and there's, there's many different factors that can play into what would come against. Cause we can even say, we think we believe it, but then when we actually like get down, like in coaching and uncover stuff, like there are things that are actually blocked, like the conscious mind's like, well, I believe it, but then there's things that are blocking that you don't actually believe it, which is totally normal and seeing in those patterns. So that's why even with my friend recently walking her through this, there was a lot, if you can imagine, right? Like it's not like having like one birth that was extremely painful. She had four. So she has like a lot of experience experiencing what she didn't want. So it, it made it a little bit, and everyone's different, but it made it a little bit more challenging to get to that place of like full belief like fully persuaded that this is going to happen. Whereas um, somebody with a different, like, so for me having it with my second, there were things that like I believed quicker than sometimes other people believe, but everyone's just different. So that's where it really is, is highly valuable to have like, have a coach that knows how to look for these things and find these things because sometimes it isn't, it, sometimes it isn't as simple as just being like, okay, I believe, okay, great. I believe for it that is possible, right? Like all things are possible with God. And then the mind could be like, well, yeah, no, that sounds great. I want it. But what if it doesn't? No, I want that. Sounds great. But what if it happens like last time? Or like other, other things come up like, oh, I want it. But like my husband's not on, not on board. Like he doesn't think this is a good idea. So I probably shouldn't. Like all these other thoughts that want to come up and negate the belief. So when that happens, like, is that where coaching comes in when your brain's like, oh my gosh, no, like look at the evidence of the bad. Is that like when coaching comes in or is there something else that people can do if they're like consciously aware of these thoughts that are against the belief? Well, so the thing with like the mind is typically like when you, when you're believing something, you've either already believed it your whole life 
or you've believed it for long enough that it is like camped out, pitched a tent, like not going anywhere. So it's really challenging for the mind that already believes something to get out of that state, to get out of that belief by itself. It's kind of like the same, the same mind that got you there is not the same mind that's going to get you out. Yeah. Now, like all things are possible with God. So I, I for sure am aware of like, I, I would never diminish that of like what he can do. And we, we're also aware that like iron sharpens iron and that we benefit from community. So there are things like, like, have you ever even experienced like that? There are things like you can so clearly see in someone else, but they can't see it in themselves. Yeah. Like I was even just smiling, like on your, um, like when you opened this podcast episode, you recently made a reel and you're like, wait a minute, is this like my line? Like, do I say this? And people are like, yeah, you say it. And you're like, I had no idea. It's something as simple as that. You're like, right? Like, what's up y'all? And you're like, wait, do I really? I'm like noticing something like, right? Like, because it's been recorded, right? You're like, I'm noticing something like, is this a pattern of mine? Do I say this? And your viewers are like, yeah, girl, you say it like every time. Every time, so they can see it faster than you can see it. So, right, like you, like you came to that on your own. No one was like, "Hey, Mary, did you like?" Cause like it's cute, right? It's not like there's like some problem with it. It's like no one's like, "Hey, Mary, did you notice?" You'd be like, "No, I didn't notice." So it's like you, you realized it after some time, but like let's say in birth, it's like, "Okay, well, I'm pregnant. I'm gonna be delivering like in eight months." You usually find out like after you're like a month or so pregnant, you'll be delivering in eight months. Do you want to like? Do you want to take the time to like figure it out on your own, or do you want to expedite it and shortcut it and be like, okay, I want to get this now. Like, oh, maybe I'll be ready for it by like my fourth birth, like six or seven years from now, or like, or do you want to be ready in eight months? Like, you want to be ready to go now. So, right, like somebody highlighting even just something simple like that, where it's like, oh, I didn't see that. Oh man, I didn't realize that like, that was what was happening. It's like having another set of eyes, like how, like how badly do you want this belief? Like you can go figure it out on your own. It is going to take longer for sure. Guarantee right. that's just how, how it works. Or like a coach can be like, let me come in and show you what you can't see. Let me help you shortcut this. Let me help, let me help narrow this in. Like even, even with my friend, it's like she already had four. She was like, Danielle, I realize I cannot do this by myself. Yeah. She even tried with her, um, with her four, because now this is her fifth, her fourth. She even did do that where it was like, she watched some of my videos. We had some conversations. It was better. Like it, the fourth was better than the first three, but there was, there was definitely pain. And yeah. she was like, that's the one thing I like really, really didn't want. And then for the fourth, she didn't have it. Which was well, like, okay. Didn't have, now she's like, she now didn't she have five, five, which is crazy. Like now she got five kids. Oh yeah, five she didn't have completely different. Like so cool. One of the things, and this story stands out to me, is the fact of like seeing what's possible and then being able to step into it. And it's like, I think that for me, at least it was one, I had to even believe that it was possible. So I had to see evidence of it for other people. Right. <clears throat> um, Danielle posted, was it three years ago now? Almost I four. I think it was New Year's. I remember, I remember this vividly. I actually thought of this right when you started asking me these questions. I wrote it down. I'm like, I know what story you're going to tell. Thank you, Holy uh -huh. Spirit. I posted it on, um, it was New Year's of 19 going into 2020. So it's December 31st. Okay. okay. Yeah. So almost two and a half, it was like two and a half ish years ago. Yeah. Do you want to tell the flight story? I think it will. I think it'd be fun maybe to hear your, pers your perspective. Okay. Like, cause I didn't know this about you until like a few months ago. And you're like, you remember that post? I'm like, I do remember that post. And you're like, so no, I say, wait. yeah, sure. You're signing okay. now. Yeah. Okay. So 
New Year's Eve, Danielle posts the story and Danielle and I like, didn't really have a relationship at that point. Like I knew of her, but like, we didn't. It's that crazy chick that sometimes her posts show up in my feed. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? Like, I don't know. She believes for things to happen and they happen. And like, I don't, what is she smoking something? Like what is going on? So she sees, she posts this and it's like her crazy, like miracle flight story. And basically I think that you were running late from what I remember you were running late. I think that literally you hit like every green light going to the airport. Walden didn't think that you were going to make it. You made it. And he like waits out in the car. You go up to the desk to check your bag and you had prayed for essentially the time to stand still. And so whatever airline it was, they said that they wouldn't, he was like, I like, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to let me blah, blah, blah. And you had the belief to literally ask them to like, try it anyways, like try to check your bag anyways. And the clocks stood still. So like whatever, 45 minutes, an hour, and your bag was able to be checked and you made it on the flight and you made it on your trip. And I remember seeing that story and I was like, that's not possible. Like, like clearly it was possible because like, that's what happened for her. But my brain was trying to comprehend how this was even possible. Like, how were you able to have like the clock stand still? How was it able that you like made it on this flight? Um, I think that even with supernatural, like all of these things, like how was this able to happen? And a couple of weeks ago, I like had a similar experience at the airport waking up 55 minutes before my flight left. But it was so cool because I knew what to pray for and what to believe for because I had already read your story and I had already seen it. Yeah. And I had the belief because we'd been coaching together. And so I had been able to figure out, hey, what was holding me back? Hey, Mm -hmm. what did this look like? And so it was one, I saw it from somebody else. Two, I was able to like get rid of some of my own limiting beliefs. And then I knew what to believe for Yeah, because while I was on the way to the airport, felt the Lord say, like, ask me for what you want. Yeah. I got exactly that. Yeah. That's a key part too. We just shared being able to hear, right? Hear Holy Spirit say he gave instruction, right? Ask for whatever you want. Yeah. So like when I had shared about the second, my first supernatural childbirth, where she came in like 30 minutes, the Lord had told me the midwife wasn't going to make it. So this is different, you know, like a a lot of times people are like, um, can even look at this as like, oh, like you just showed up and like, you know, thought you had the authority to make the time stand still. It's like, well, what if God actually told me what to ask for? Like, what if he actually highlighted how this was going to go? And he's like, agree with me, like align with me, agree with me on this and this, and it'll be done. Versus being like, I can just show up whenever I want and the clock will stand still for me because that's, you know, just who I am and how it works right? Like that's, there's a difference there. So even like with, with Charlotte, I, he had prepared me. This is like the level of like receiving from the Holy Spirit. He prepared me. Like I knew she was going to come fast. I knew she was going to come in the morning, like before noon. Like I had the sense that she's going before noon. She's going to come in the morning. The midwife's not going to make it. It's going to be fast. I had prepped like my husband was like, I do not want to deliver a baby. I'm like, can you just like humor me? And we just kind of role play this. Like, grab that snowman, pretend it's a baby. I'm like, let's just practice. Like, where are we going to go if she's not here? Like, what's the position going to be like? So we already had it in our mind so that like in the moment, right? She's not here. It's not like, 
fear. Fear is just like, I don't know what to do versus like, oh, wait, like he said she wasn't going to come. Oh yeah. We, we practiced. You remember that snowman, but this is how we did it. Okay. Let's, let's go over there. I'm like, this is, this is at that time, right? Like no big deal. Just a baby. So when I remember that day going to the airport, um, it was already like, we're going out to the garage and it was like, we have, I remember I looked at my phone. I was like, okay, Lord Jesus. They're like, the only way we make it is every green light, no traffic, like, like to the minute, like we are going to like, just be making it. I clicked the button to open the garage door and it had like blizzarded out. Like, it, and I'm like, oh, what in factor in snow? Like I didn't factor in a, like a light dusting, let alone like somebody needs to shovel the driveway, but we don't have time for that. We're just going to drive right over this. Like it's not good. And so now I get, so even from my place of like, faith of like okay like we can make it with no traffic and with all the green lights and now i see the snow i'm like this is like an opportunity to increase my faith because i'm like with snow this is this is different this is this could make us not make it remember walden being like there's there's no way like there's no way you're not gonna make it and he also didn't want me to leave like he also i mean it was new year's like who wants their wife to like leave i did invite him he had said no now he was wanting to change his mind so there's a little bit of that too like He's probably like, yes, like secretly, like, I don't want her to go. I don't want her to go. Um, but I was actually going to like a three day, like worship, like, wor like praising and worshiping in the new year. And then like for three days. So I was like, I know where the Lord wants me. Like, I know he wants me there. Like, so I remember we were driving. I just was, was intentional about like what I was speaking, like what I was thinking when I was speaking, like about making it. And I remember having that thought come in, like, could he stop the time? Like, could this be, because like, right, looking at it, it's like, speed-wise, like we're, we're not gonna make it, but could he even go one further and like, not just like make the roads clear, but could he like hold the time? And so I remember like, Walden didn't just drop me off and leave, he sat there because he was like, you're, if you don't have your bag checked by a certain time, they're like, they won't let you on the flight. So he's like, I'm just gonna wait for you because you're not getting on the flight. So like, I'll just wait for you so you can come back to the car. So as I'm standing there, I look at the, I look at the, I can see the computer screen. And I asked the guy and tell him where I'm going. And he's like, well, when's your flight? And he's like, I see the time. So like, let's just say for the sake, let's say it says like 740, but 740 was the cutoff. And as he's like asking me, like, like there's, it's, it's already like, you're not going to make it. I'm like, could you just, could you just do it anyways? Could you just like take my idea and just like do it anyways? This is like the curbside. And so he's entering it and the whole time he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, you're going to have to go inside and get a different flight. Like, it's not going to take it. And I'm just standing there like staring at the clock as he's talking and moving like uber slow and it, the clock's not changing time. And I'm like, does anybody else see this? That it's still on the, that it's still on the time. And as he's doing, he goes, wait, like the ticket prints out. He's like, wait, I have no idea how that just worked. I was like, I do. <laughs> he's like that should not have gone through he's like all right well here's your boarding pass and so I turn around and, walk, and I get to the car and I look at the car clock and it's six minutes past what that computer clock said wow and Walden's like how did he just take your bag I'm like because that clock says there's an says it's time but here's what's crazy I had encountered things like that at the airport specifically, but I had never seen it. Like, I, I mean, like I experienced favor, like in grace, like where it's like, I 
I shouldn't have made it, but I did make it. But I had never seen, like, I felt like it was like this upgrade of like spiritual eyes. Like I had never seen, I'm like, is this what it looks like in the spirit realm? Like it's being held, but now you're actually showing me like what it looks like. Wow. But like that, cause there's like, if you see the curbside, a lot of times there's like, there's more than one computer screen. And I remember trying to look over cause I was like, is this, is it just this one that I'm standing at that stopped and the other one's fine? Like, is any, cause when the guy kept saying it, it wasn't like the guy looked up and being like, I think our clock's broke. I think the stopped working. Like he, I was like, does he not see that it hasn't changed? So, I mean, clearly I needed to carry on and get on my flight. You know, I, and this is the beautiful thing about faith. I'm like, I don't need everyone around. Not everybody around me needs to see it. If they don't need to see it, they don't understand. It's like, that's what favor looks like. Like I'm supposed to be there. So he's making a way. And I remember being like, and Lord telling me like, post it. And so Mary didn't tell me till, I don't know, maybe four months ago or something. You brought up, you're like, do you remember that post? Like, is this for real? I'm like, it's for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That post like blew my mind and I couldn't comprehend it. And I think that that's what faith's supposed to do. Like, it's not supposed to be just like natural of like, in the natural, like I can just pick up my, whatever this is, my drink, protein drink. Yeah. And like, it's easy. Like, it, like this makes sense when I like grab it and I lift it right. like that makes sense. Right. Like well, faith isn't supposed to look the same way. So, like even the definition of supernatural is that like, it cannot be explained. Wow. Like, so right. You're like, naturally you're like, I can explain picking up my cup, a supernatural experience. It's like, there are, there is not a way to explain how or why that happened other than God. It's literally supposed to be like, wait, what? <clears throat> do you think our entire lives are supposed to look like that in the like supernatural of like, this is God. I think they, I'm very like intentional about like word choice. So I, like, I personally wouldn't say that they're supposed to, because I think they're supposed to look like whatever you want them to look like. Cause you have free will. So you get okay. to decide what you want them to look like. Do I think it's possible for them to look like that? Yes. 100%. And can they can be in a state where they continually look like that? Yeah. But we're so conditioned and programmed with how like the earth realm works, like how the earth system works, that our brain is like, wait, what? Like that it takes like, it takes, there's a level like in the brain that it takes work to get to that place. Yeah. It takes work to believe a new thing. Like when you think about even being, you know, like sold as a child about like Santa, it's like childlike faith, like full faith, like beliefs right away. And then there's this, Right, like undoing, or like to, you find out like that it's not true. And so there's a lot of things too, even in life where it's like, we believe things are true, we found out we're not. So then we're more guarded to believe things. So we're like, no, because we want to like mitigate the pain or mitigate the disappointment. So like we won't f- go full on because we're like, you're just like that example. Like, oh, I'm like, for me, I'm like, I remember how sad I was when I found out that like Santa was a real because I just felt like I was like lied to. And it was like, how can I believe this? I feel like I look like an idiot. And I had like all these emotions like around it. So I know that that put me in a state of like, well, I'm not going to be fooled like this again. Yeah. And then you have things like, you know, hearing stories and like learning from Jesus. You're like, brain's like, oh, you know, we've believed things before that sounded good too for us. And then they didn't turn out so good. So it does, it does take work even in like how even to share with my friend with her births. It's like, it takes work to unlearn what we've learned before we're able to learn something new. And and thinking that you can do that by yourself 
I would just check like the heart behind that. Like, why don't, like, why don't you want someone to help you? Or why don't you want it to go faster? Like life is but a vapor. We have such a short set, set of time here on earth that it's like, yeah, sure. You could figure it out, but do you want to figure it out in your eighties? Or like, right. Do you want it to take 20 years from now? Or like, do you want to just like get a thing done now and like have the clock stop now have a pain-free birth now, like have the wildly successful businesses now, like have the marriage now. It's like, God's not, a lot of times people are like, I'm waiting on God, like waiting on him. It's like, he's waiting on you. He's like, I already gave you power and authority. I already gave you dominion. He's like, I'm just waiting for you to agree with me so we can do the thing. Wow. When you put it like that, it sounds so simple. It is so simple. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, well, what if it was this simple? What if it we was? Just, we just overcomplicate it. Yeah. Dang. We overcomplicate it. Like, look, I had a home birth, pain-free, in 30 minutes. Well, I even think of like my last birth, like so my third and fourth, I didn't even hire a midwife. Now I'm not saying this to like advocate for like, ooh, yeah, do it like unassisted. It's like you you do you and what your relationship is with God. I know it's available. So when I know a lot of times people are like, oh my gosh, it's so expensive to have a baby and like the doctor bills and the hospitals and this and this. I'm like, I think it's been $150 to have my last baby. Like on a new tub liner, because I'm on blow up tub, like on a new tub liner, like a cord clamp. I mean, like, and I'm 150 might even be high. Like that might even include like the diapers and the outfit I bought. Like, I mean, like all in being ready to like labor delivery and post where it's like, they're, I don't know, people spending $20,000, $60,000 for hospital bills for babies. Wow. Where it's like that, that's become like the norm, right? Like, oh, this is what we do. This is what we do. It's like, and I know that there's, it's possible that there's a woman right now hearing me like, well, that's nice for you, Danielle. It's great that it works out for you. But I would just think about what that but is that wants to come out of your mouth that you're believing about yourself. Because God says he's a respecter of no persons. What he'll do for one, he'll do for another. So if he's showing this testimony through my life, it's not because it's for Danielle. It's because it's for you. And that's why you're hearing it. But oftentimes we're like, well, that's just so great that that can, you know, work out for that person. Or they, they don't know my past. They don't know my circumstances. I'm like, you don't know my past. You don't know my circumstances. They're just assuming that we're different. Well, actually, what if we're not? So I was like, I don't know, you know, having a baby at home, not having to leave. I had our last baby at 1140 at night. I tell, I tell all then all the time, I'm like, you are so blessed that your wife has babies so easy. Do you know how blessed you are? <laughs> And I'm like, because of my faith, you know how blessed you are. <laughs> you don't have to go sleep in some chair at the hospital or be uncomfortable or get fed crackers. Like you have the luxury of your own home and the freedom to do whatever. And this birth costs $150. <laughs> like, is it like easy? Like it's simple, easy. And if we had more time and I shared you details of my first, I would not classify my first as simple or easy or $150. Like none of those things are probably the same. Wow. Like one example is I got a little thing of liquid Motrin uh, for the cramping after like your uterus contracts when you're like nursing and um, we're laughing like I just have this baby naturally, but I, I need like liquid Motrin because my cramps are so intense, which by the way, I did not need liquid Motrin for my supernatural. Wow. Um, so, but because it, the, the birthing center was connected to like a hospital, 
Um, and we had at the time, like I had what would be like, what could be considered like really good insurance for like a hospital setting where it's like they pay 80%, I pay 20%. Um, I just wanted to share this because I was like shocked. So I got this little cup of liquid Motrin, $350 is what it was on my bill. Wow. I could have gotten that at Walgreens probably for like four months. Yeah. But because it was in that setting. And that was the, that was twenty percent of what the total was. Like the insurance paid for eighty percent, cost me three hundred fifty dollars. So I'm like, this, like, in what realm is that okay? But it's like, right? People are like, well, I'm here. Like, like you're subject to whatever it is. You, like you're handing over. Like if you want to think about it from a spiritual sense, you're handing over power and control. Like I'm subject to whatever they want it to be, whatever they want to charge, whatever they want to give me. And that's really, that was one of the big reasons why like I want to do it at home is like, because of that space. Like right, when you're in this vulnerable state of delivering a baby, it's like, do you want to open up, like literally be in a vulnerable state where you could be in a place where you could lose all power and control over yourself and your baby? I didn't. Yeah. Like you need another thing to be thinking about when that's happening. Yeah. Or even when you're in a state, like I was sharing about my friend, her like singing and rejoicing, it's like just the, the freedom to like worship and just like have that not saying that you cannot worship like in a, in a hospital, but you know, they might be like, you need to lay down. You need to turn over. You need to like, I'm really to like touch me and be like the monitor fell off your belly. You need to this. And it's like at home, it's like, no one's touching you. No one's telling you like you have to be in this position or you've been in the water too long or you need to get out. It's like, what if Holy Spirit's like, no, I want you right here. Now you have somebody like barking at you, telling you like, you can't be there. And you're like, actually, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Wow. I think that last part too, of like hearing from Holy Spirit, listening, hey, I have you exactly where you're supposed to be. That mm -hmm. part is key. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I know you have so many more stories that you could share too, but if somebody wants to like get a hold of you, hear more of your stories, because you do post some of them online. What would yeah. be the best way for somebody to like connect with you after? Well, so you could either find me like on Facebook or Instagram under Danielle Fenster, or you could find me, we could connect through miraclemovement.com. I did want to share, I know we had like you and I kind of had chatted about this too, just even sharing, like, obviously I have a deep conviction and passion around birth, but one of the reasons I'm like so passionate about it is because when you like can experience something like seeing the clock standing still right? Or experience like what was painful that now no longer is painful. When you can experience these breakthroughs that you're like, I never thought that was possible. And it happens. It's like, now you can apply this to that, that block you have in business or that block you have in a relationship, like with your spouse or a parent or a sister or a brother. Then it's like, what if this was just like the template? Like even like working with a coach to like figure out like blocks you have. It's like, well, once I can get breakthrough in this area, it's like, I can get breakthrough in every single area. It's not just one. Like yeah. he wants like, Jesus wants you to have freedom in every single area. So he's like, let's just like, just pick one. Like, let's pick one. Like, where's like your most like frustrated point. Let's like figure this thing out, get breakthrough there. And then now let's just like apply it to other areas. In every area. Every area. It's totally possible. Yeah, it's not like, oh, we only have like, oh, there's just faith in birth. And like, it's like this applies to faith in business. That's what the new covenant gives. Well, I'm yeah. so excited. I know that this like podcast and your stories shifted people's beliefs 
And so thank you for sharing them. Thank you for being willing to share your stories and to fight for other people's freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for inviting me on. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all definitely check out Danielle's posts and her on Facebook, Instagram, and her website. I put, I'm going to link all of them down below so y'all can grab those links. And I can't wait to hear too, like what just hearing these stories is able to shift for other people. So Danielle, thank you for sharing and y'all have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of dreamers and action takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people. I have a dream of working with a hundred million women and helping them to share their dream with the world. And I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at thedreamers.co, and I'll send you a free gift. It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode. And I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.